it was just initially supposed to be an occasional hookup. You know, I was curious. It was supposed to be that. And then after that first date, after that first date, I think we wound up seeing each other every single every day. I take care of my obligations as a mom and, you know, and then I will go and hang out and I mean, every day. And then before I knew it, I would sit at home once I left her and I'm like, now what am I going to do if she says to me, well, when you going to leave him? What's up everybody. And welcome to the queerly black show. I'm your host, Ashley, and I'm so happy you came by. The Queerly Black Show aims to normalize the everyday existence of black LGBTQIA individuals through an interview-style series with regular folks like you and me. So every week, a new guest shares their story and unique perspective on their existence as an LGBTQIA individual. Thank you for tuning in, and make sure you subscribe, download, set your reminders to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of the Queerly Black Show. I'm your host, Ashley, and we are here with some very, very special guests, uh, Rebecca and Chrisetta. Perfect. Yes. Yes, I got it right. <laughs> so go ahead, tell the people, tell the people about yourselves. All righty. I am Chrisetta, um, living, born and raised here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Um, I have three teenage boys from my um from my 20 year marriage you are looking at a almost 50 year 50 year old woman 50 years <laughs> young <Looking> yeah <laughs> so, so yeah so i've um lived a life and now i'm starting a another and i'm starting another one <laughs> yeah that's awesome yeah. yeah and i am rebecca also born and raised in milwaukee wisconsin even though I have an Arkansas accent. That's a whole different story. Uh, but <laughs> was born and raised in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Um, also was previously uh, married and had four children. Um, and as far as careers by trade, I am a carpenter. Um, but I have worked numerous jobs mm-hmm. over my lifetime. I've experienced doing a whole lot of stuff, including also working in corrections. Um, COVID kind of put an end to that for me, unfortunately, not the disease itself, but some of the things that happened around quarantine and all that sort of thing. Um, so, but again, this is, a, this is a new stage in life for both of us. And I just turned 51. Uh, Congratulations. Uh, a week ago. Thank you. Yeah, a week ago. <laughs> a yeah. week ago. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, just here, this is new for both of us. Um, very, very, very new for both of us. And uh, it was quite an adventure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but That's it's fun. awesome. But it's, right. fun. it's fun. It's fun. Right. We've known each other for 31 years. We, um, uh, we're at college together. Mm-hmm. That's how we knew of each other. Mm-hmm. But, I really knew her mom. Right. But we were like never, that. we were never, we never really talked. It was just in passing. So it's kind of, so we're still dealing with the fact that we're actually together because mm-hmm. before it was kind of like, like I always say, whenever I tell people, yeah, hey, Rebecca. And she's hey, like, and that was to the that was the extent right. of it. She thought I was mean, and I thought she was funny acting. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the and that was the extent of it until three years ago. And you know, for me, 
when I, um, when I fell out of love with my husband, you know, two years prior to meeting with her, there was something that was missing. And I didn't know what it was until I just all of a sudden became curious as to what it would be like to be with another woman. And then things just kind of happened and we kind of connected and all of a sudden we connected and it was like, oh, Fireworks. it was like, oh shit, what am I going to do? What do I do? Because I was so used to living my life within the box. And all of a sudden it was like, okay, you were married, you got kids, you got a job, you got a nice house. Now it's kind of like, okay, so what do I do now? You know, I, I fell in love with a woman and I got kids and now I got to get, you know, I was going to get a, you know, got to get a divorce and then, and then people are going to, you know, like, okay, yeah, well, we're going to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> what do people, you know, what do people think, you know, what would people yeah, think? For sure. But it all, um, there was a lot that went with that transition, um, but it all worked out. Yes. And I'm just this, you know. All I say is I see rainbows and unicorns, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, for me, it was, um, it was, it was a little different for me um, because it, what was funny is that because I was a, and I use air quotes because I hate this term, a tomboy <clears throat> growing up, people just assumed that I was gay, queer, whatever already since I was a teenager and you play basketball and I, yeah that's what I'm saying I play basketball I'm tall and broad-shouldered and you know um and 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 tough I can fight and all of this stuff but that <laughs> carpenter I had, and I had a daddy that taught his kids how to fight I mean right, you know, right, right. Uh, my daddy was a big six foot two you know he was Mr. Wisconsin at one point so I come from big folks so I'm just a big tall girl that plays basketball. I started out playing soccer and somebody showed me how to play basketball. I fell in love with it and I was good at it, but that didn't, you know, it's just stupid how people try to define people's sexuality based on, you know, a boy that likes to do ballet, he must be gay. A girl like play basketball, she must. So that was my, my, my only issue with um, when I finally did become attracted to women, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> Now everybody gonna think they was right yeah. about me the whole time, you know that and that that mm -hmm. part. So I, you know, I have to. Um, I don't have to, but I do just because the type of person I am. Um, I have to kind of check people in with that, like you know, and be like, see, I knew. I said, no, you didn't. You didn't know. You thought, and you were wrong. Now, I like women. Back then, I like men. I like boys. I like you know. Right. Um, so that's the only issue that I had just because of the type of personality I am with my family I was just like I want to talk to everybody face to face but it wasn't like I was scared you know yeah because I mean at this point what I'm 48 mm -hmm. I'm like um I'm just letting you know <laughs> that I'm in a relationship with this woman I love her mm -hmm. and I'm just letting you know <laughs> right just informing you, you right. Right. right just informing you I'm not asking for your opinion or whether you like it or not right. Right. And my family knows that I'm like that. And so they were like, okay, well, how does she treat you? That's it. Because they knew it wasn't no sense and even try, and not that they even would. The only person that would have had an issue with it was my dad and he had passed away. Um, what, two years, two years prior? Mm -hmm. 2018, yeah. yeah. So, because uh, I lost my dad and then three months later, she lost her mom. Mm -hmm. 
And at that point, we still didn't even really know each other like that. Mm-hmm. But I did know her mother. So I went to her mother's funeral. And that was like the first time I had seen her since college. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, look at set over there with her little husband and her little three little boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're so cute. <laughs> but I love, love, love her mother. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, it was me and a bunch of other people that we went to college with. And we were like, we got to go to Miss Arthur's funeral and blah, blah. And, um, and so that was the first time I saw her. Mm-hmm. And even then it wasn't like, ooh, look at her. It was just, oh, there's Cresetta, hey Cresetta. Mm-hmm. So this all, like she said, just came about because we both got to a point where we were looking for something. And it was um, uh, a, a mutual friend of ours was, was, she was asking her about me. Mm-hmm. And then my best friend was like, I was talking to her like, I don't know what to do. Like now I'm attracted to women and how do you meet women? And all of you know, like mm-hmm. I had no idea what, you know, what I was supposed how to approach this subject. Um, and I had already mentioned to her that this other friend was saying that this one over here was asking about me. So my best friend was like, well, what about Cresetta? And I was like, Cresetta, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I didn't even thought I hadn't. This, Right, just because I had never even, like, you know, we won't even talk. Like, Mm-mm. I think she don't even like me, right? Like, as a friend or nothing, right? And so she was like, "Well, you know, maybe you should think about it." So I, I literally pulled, I pulled up her Facebook. Let me, let me take a look. So I pull up her Facebook, and I'm like, "Oh, she's kind of cute." <laughs> ooh, ooh, look at this picture. Ooh, look at my eyes. <laughs> so that, that was really the first time I was really looking at. Her. And then I was like, huh, okay. Well, you know, let's see what happens. Yeah. And um, it just went, you know, at first it was just like, I was just trying to get to know her, period. Just because we had, we knew of each other, but didn't know each other. Mm-hmm. So at that same time, we were both like really into working out. And I, my, my problem was, I was looking for a workout partner because I'm, I'm inconsistent as hell. <laughs> and I'm a procrastinator. And if I wake up and I don't feel like going to the gym, I ain't going. But I said, maybe if I have a workout partner and I have somebody to be like, girl, get up, let's go. Then I'll go more. So I noticed on her Facebook that she was working out all the time. So I was like, let me see if she, you know, if I can, we can go to the gym. And literally just innocently wanted to go to the gym and work out with her. She kind of takes it as me trying to flirt with her. <laughs> Well, I can see how. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, I completely understand. I completely understand. But at this point, she's kind of cute. She, they say she want to go to the gym. Right, right. Gym. No, 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 no. That's not that. that actually, it, it ain't even what I had on my mind. Because I think it actually was before that. It was before my friends suggested I try to get with her that I was just trying to go to the gym with her. But yeah, she thought that I was flirting with her. And, and, and she, at that point, she didn't even know whether or not I was straight by or nothing. Mm -hmm. So then, um, as time went on, just little things would drop in conversation and I would be like, huh. And I was dropping them. Right. right. (laughs) You dropping them. Because I was, because I was starting to get interested. So I started dropping them. And then once I started dropping them, she started picking them up she's like, oh, right. she like oh wait what's going on because the other thing about it was even though like i said i looked at her facebook 
and saw that, you know, I said, oh, she is cute. She cute. I also saw that she had a husband, three kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was just like, eh. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Like, yeah. not just like, I'm not interested because she's married, but also because she married. She ain't interested. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. She, you know, so, um, so I, you know, I wasn't trying to pursue that. But then when she started dropping hints, I was like, uh, yeah. What what's going on here? <laughs> she put she she put oh. the road in the way for you. She was like, here you go. I know you. Right, try, right, I know you right, trying right. to see how to get over here. Here go the road. Just follow these instructions. And you right, right, right. Follow the trail of popcorn. Yeah. So <laughs> so yeah. So I'm you know I'll be divorced come two years in uh, April and um. Here we, you know, you know, divorce, like you hear this divorce two years in April, mm-hmm. but we've been together three years. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was still that, yeah, that transition periods uh, a little long sometimes. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, cause my transition period was, it was two years. It was two years before I said, okay, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and get this divorce because she gave me, uh, you know, I had to get out of my comfort zone. Yeah, because I'm like, okay, I'm gonna have to move. I'm about to buy a house. I'm like, so she gave me the 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 strength I needed to get out of that comfort zone, because like you say, when you need to make a change, it's always uncomfortable. And she had been, you know, gaslit to a certain extent to believe that she couldn't make it on my own. Couldn't make it on her own. Yeah. Right. Um. You know. But yeah. um. So if we go back to like even the beginning, because I know you both kind of said, uh, you know, before your marriages, right? Um. Kind of growing up neither one of you would have identified yourselves as lesbian at all or anything. Nope. Never like no interest in women, no like inklings, like maybe, but then like, I'm going to ignore it. Just nothing. Nope. No, my sister is, um, is a lesbian and, and has been, you know, I mean, out since high school, she's a little younger than me. Um, and it was just like, what, <laughs> you know, just, mm-hmm nope you know and um and my family did not respond well to that at all but that you know and sometimes people are like well is that why you no I just honestly right I was boy crazy mm-hmm. I did not <laughs> there was no right. attraction to females whatsoever I'm like why do you think I'm out here playing basketball this where all the boys are <laughs> <laughs> this is true very true yeah, <laughs> you know, I'll be backing down into the lane like, uh huh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I love yeah. it. <laughs> so, so you're, um, um, Rebecca. How long were you married? Uh, okay. Oh no, no. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna like this. You get the disclaimer. I'm still married. Okay. Well, I, 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 how long were you in your relate like? We, yeah we've been split up for you i have a my youngest our youngest child is 16 i split up from him when she was one we just okay. never got a divorce so we're got doing it. the paperwork okay. and stuff now right right okay that makes sense to me um <laughs> awesome so then your 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 marriages at what point um was there any point in your relationship other than it just kind of naturally not working out um and I think that journey is probably different for both of you because it sounds like you your points in separating from your spouses was a little bit different um was there ever a point uh Chrisetta in your relationship before um Rebecca that you had an interest in women 
or had explored that with any other women or just her? No, she is my first one. But what I noticed is that in my marriage is that there was times where I wanted to bring in another one. Okay. Just for, you know, to have fun. Spice it up a little bit. Mm -hmm. Right. But I don't think he was, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't where I was. So that's when I think I became, you know, curious as to what it would be like. So, um, but that never happened, you know, that never happened in my marriage. So, um, it was what it was. And I think, um, two years before I did two years, no, probably well, maybe four years before I divorced, but two years before we met, I had completely fell out of love. It was kind of like, we were just kind of like in the house going through the, you know, going through the motions. And then at that point during that time is when I was, um, missing something. And I had no idea what I was missing until she and I hooked up. And once she and I hooked up, had that first kiss, it was kind of like, oh boy, what do I, you know, what do I do now? And people still ask me, well, are you interested in women? And oddly enough, my answer is I'm still not interested in other women, just this one. I don't go out. You know, for me, if a woman looks pretty, man look handsome, I have no problem giving people their, you know, like they say, their flowers about how good they look or that's what I do. But as far as being out there interested, I don't be like, ooh, look at her, look at her. Yeah, that's me. This is, (laughs) so my thing is I only have, which is fine, (laughs) but I only have, you know, and just because I'm with her, people are like, so that means you like all women. Uh, No, Mm -hmm. I don't. She definitely don't, Mm -hmm. you know, have a, like, you know, we um, joke around about, you know, going out and, and, going to a club or something flirting with another woman or something like that but as far as you know actually looking and being attracted like oh damn look at that that's just me she's mm-hmm. not she does not and and fortunately for me she don't trip if I do that neither mm-hmm. um because you know the, the one thing that we um that we talk about and and remind ourselves and is that this is new for both of us right yeah. so even though we're in love and, and we plan to be together, it's still like, ooh, oh, sh- what, hey, you know, like, <laughs> it's a new feeling. Yeah. Like, and right. so we don't have issues with each other kind of um, just dealing with that or, you know, exploring for lack of a better term. We're very um, open. Yeah, we're very open about that. We don't have an thing. open relationship, but we're open. Right. You know, so. So, uh, Rebecca, did you, um, were you, had you dated women before, uh, Chris? <laughs> no? Nope. So you're, when you separated, did you date like kind of at all after your separation? Yeah, I dated men. Yep. So who initiated the relationship? Um, I think it was probably more me than anything. trail. It was more me. I think it was more me. I was more, and we joke about that, about, you know, her saying me dropping in her DMs and we were doing Facebook messaging. And I think that kind of, um, I was dropping them she was picking them up she was bringing them back and I was bringing them back and so that kind of and then we um had our one of our first because the friend that we were talking about um she was supposed to be our buffer because she was supposed to meet us out somewhere and I knew she wasn't gonna come and while I went to meet her our friend called couldn't come and so I'm thinking to myself like okay she almost turned around because i'm like well what are we gonna um, no because i was already there right so i'm like okay like what are we gonna talk about Mm because now we don't have that 
that buffer, the person in between that was always there. Right. So we wound up talking and I wanted to go into another friend's bar and she came along, you know, she came along. And then at that point, that's when things kind of, um, we kind of opened ourselves up to each other. We kind of started to get a little bit more comfortable. Yeah. Like the body language changed. And, right. Yeah. Um, so, um, so at that point it didn't take long, um, for things to take off, you know, to take off because when we did finally start, I wanted to, my thing was, I wanted to have a kiss first. Um, I wanted to see if there was something. Mm -hmm. So we made plans to do, to meet out and we met out at the park and we, you know, like a walking trail. Right. Yeah. And we did that. And at that point it was kind of like, oh my gosh, it was just like, just like, it was, we were it was supposed it. to have a date, like on a Friday. Right. And we and met at the park on Wednesday. Like, uh, right. Before we even waste our time having a date, we should see if there's any, even any chemistry. Right. Blah, blah, blah. Let's meet. And so I was like, um, okay. You know, she said, we should meet and kiss and see if there's any chemistry. And um, I was like, okay. <laughs> You're like, I ain't gonna turn that down. <laughs> I'm here like two. And you pressed she Like, she don't know. She kissed me, it's over. <laughs> When she get this, she ain't going back. So I hope she know what she signed up for. I know. Shoot. And she pressed me up against that. What was that? That railing? Rail, yeah, she pressed rail me up against that railing. River. And that was it. And then we continued on the walk. And I'm thinking, okay, we got the first one out the way. It was great. That was it. And I'm thinking that was going to be it. We were walking for like a half hour, 45 minutes. And every now and then she like, um, I come on by this tree. <laughs> right i love it <laughs> so yeah so there was just the um yeah and um and everybody in our circle is fine yeah. with us yeah. We so, are. yeah so what was going through your mind when you were um because at this point you know you're still kind of transitioning out of uh the marriage situation or figuring out kind of that dynamic like after that first date like that drive home like what was what was going through your mind? What am I going to do? Because I didn't, I was not looking for anything. It was just initially supposed to be an occasional hookup. You know, I was curious. It was supposed to be that. And then after that first date, after that first date, I think we wound up seeing each other every single, every day. Every I take day. care of my obligations as a mom and, you know, and then I will go and hang out and I mean, every day. And then before I knew it, I would sit at home once I left her and I'm like, now, what am I going to do if she says to me, well, when you going to leave him mm -hmm. or what are we doing here? And I was afraid of that because I'm like, well, I don't really know what to do. And I knew as time went on, it wasn't going to be fair for me to just have her as my side. So, you know, things worked out. Eventually, you know, I, you know, <laughs> after two years, I worked up the courage and I filed for divorce and, you know, my husband had to find, you know, to find out what he had to find out. And I just had to convince him that it wasn't him because I was already gone from him, you know, emotionally. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but it was just kind of like, what am I going to do? And it has all, it has all worked out. And Rebecca, was there any uh, points during that time where you know, what was your emotion kind of going through that process of like, was there ever any 
insecurity or like is this just like is this a dream um and then kind of that up until the point where uh you know the the split officially kind of was like she's definitely out on her own and she's definitely you know this is this is it you know what I mean like what was that for you well for me um that first kiss was just the most amazing thing that ever happened to me and then we had our date you know, she talked about I was kissing her when we went for oh, a walk. I was gosh. all over her ass during that date. Right. Um, <laughs> out in public. Out in front of people. Public. Like, right. I, I don't care. Fuck them. Right. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. and, uh, <laughs> um, I was, I mean, all over her. And, um, you know, even when we uh, left, you know, I walked her to her car and um, then I got in her car with her, which I think was <laughs> your idea, actually. <laughs> and um and so we in the car kissing some more and 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 whatever and uh and I'm just like oh I should just tell her to come to my house and and it was it was real it was great but it was also kind of funny because it was like I think we both and I think we talked about this where we both were um like there was this energy and this fire and this passion between us, mm -hmm. but we were both inexperienced and we were like, we both like, okay, this is great. Now, what are we going to do now? What do we do? <laughs> you know, what's right. next? How do we, you know, right. Um, but I, I literally wanted to ask her to come home with me, but also just in the conversations that we had leading up to, because we had, I mean, we went back and forth on messenger and stuff like that for a long time before we actually had this first date. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I just felt like if I did ask her, she would come, <laughs> but then she might feel bad that she did. So I, you know, I didn't ask her, but then we had a date the next day, Saturday, right. Saturday, and then she came over. And like she said, from that point on, we were together every single day. And I, I stood at my door dancing every time waiting for and we are pull, pulling up I'm like, and the biggest thing is and we experienced i think we told our mutual best friend this we experienced the uh the five hour the six hour um seven six at five five hours six yeah. hour love making sessions yeah and we're like whoa whoa you don't get, you know you don't, you don't get, get that you don't get that with me yeah. so and it was kind of like and so when I would leave her I would go home and I would sit in this leather chair in my house that was in front of the tv and I would sit there and I'd be like whoa what? you know it was kind of like it was I had it was so intense and so great just the emotions I would have like I would be at work during the day and I would have these when you fall in love these and I had to read about it I was just kind of like almost um I don't want to say sick to my stomach but it was kind of like all these things just, yeah. and I'm like, it, and it's, and it's still that way. Even when we go out on dates and stuff, I mean, now we live together, even when we go out on dates, I still get excited and butterflies and who I can't, I'm looking forward to, mm -hmm. you know, so it's just, right. and I like it because three years later, yeah, I still feel that way mm -hmm. and it's still intense. And I didn't feel that way, you know, during the duration of my marriage at all. So I'm sure we'll have some moments. All right. But for the most part, everything has just been, I think, because we're just so connected, mm -hmm. which but, is crazy. You know, as far as, as me, um, you know, that, so that was the overall feeling. 
after that first date and and during the time it went on it was kind of the only the only scary parts were number one how fast I fell in love with her and I knew she was in love with me like I just knew that mm -hmm. that was scary like whoa like that's just never happened before mm -hmm. and then the fact that she was still she was married and not like how I was married she was married married you know <laughs> and um it's like you know what do I do because I never once during the whole time that, that that she was still married never once told her she had to get a divorce as a matter of fact I was just the opposite telling her do not get a divorce right just because you think you want to be with me you divorce him because you don't want to be with him no more period yeah. and so that my fear was that she because I knew she was in love with me that she would divorce because of me and then something would go wrong and then she would be mad at me because things didn't work out with us yeah so that was my biggest fear mm -hmm. during that time um, other than getting caught and getting killed or something, but <laughs> <laughs> that was a fear too. <laughs> I was like really afraid of um, being blamed for ending her marriage. Yes. So I always told her, don't, don't do that. Don't do that for me. You do that because that's what you want to do. You've been out of love with him, then you need to divorce him, mm -hmm. but don't divorce right. him because you're in love with me. Right. So, yeah. But other than that, it was just the most wonderful um feeling I've ever had the mm -hmm. you know just it's just a it's just a whole different game it's just mm -hmm. a whole different feeling and a whole different level of emotion you know which act which is positive but it also can be negative because then when there's something when something is going wrong and you got that whole different level of emotion going on and I'm mm -hmm. real or at least I used to be <laughs> a real logical you know I get into an argument with my husband. It was like, hey, you know, you what? think like a man. Yeah, I do. So you did such and such. I really didn't like that. I would appreciate it in the future if you would not, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, okay, I understand. All right, what? Uh, I'm going to make some chicken. You want to, you know, that and it would be over with. Right. Yeah. No. 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 <laughs> what? Yeah. I got to just like. No, it. Totally different. <laughs> totally The conversations oh. are very, very, very different. Oh my God, so heated over the smallest stuff. And I just, and, and when right. early, I mean, I still, to a certain extent, like, what are, what is this? What, is, yeah. but in the beginning, I was real, like, oh my God, what is going on? I had no, <laughs> like, just, if anything was going for me in the relationship, that was going to be it. Like, I just can't, this is just too much, just too much emotion yeah. um, for me when there's some simple going on. And like, why are you still mad? That happened three days ago. Um, I'm sorry that I wore my shoes in the house. I'm mean, like, you know. <laughs> yeah. No, totally. <laughs> right. That was a, man, that no, that was an adjustment. Was there anything that you guys had to establish as far as communication to be able to like kind of effectively move it forward? Because women are different, right? In the way that we communicate is different and get to an understanding. We are emotional, so we don't right. turn over as quickly um, in a lot of situations. So what was that communication process? It's oh, just, we're still in it. Yeah, we're still <laughs> in the process. We were just in it, what, yesterday? What? Yeah, we were just in it yesterday where we, I want to keep going. I'll text about it while I'm at work. Then we'll talk about it when I get home. And she's like, I don't want to do this. And I'm learning and I need to respect her to be like, you know what? 
she's like, I can't talk to you right now. Give me some time. And I need to learn to give her that time. One of the things that I had to get used to. I always want to talk. She always wants to talk. And when we ain't face to face, she want to text. Dealing with men, I ain't had to worry about that. Conversation <laughs> or shit. Like, you go, all right, see you like, Have a good day. And that's it. I ain't talking to your ass. Till five you work. <laughs> right. <laughs> I got quiet time in my own head. Think about whatever, mm-hmm. you know, even with the kids. Like, oh, baby, you need a snack? Boom, boom, boom. Here's your snack. Blue's Clues is on. And I go, <laughs> do my, you know, do my thing. I can't do that with her. Yeah. You know, from the very beginning, we're texting. Our, and at first, it was fun. It was cute because it was new. And like, ooh, 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 she said that. Mm, you know, <laughs> and I'm texting right back. Then after a while, it was like, I'm sitting here watching TV, boop. <sighs> mm-hmm, yeah, baby, I love you too. You're so beautiful. Da, da. <sighs> it, it never oh, changes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't wait till date night too, baby. You said, mm-hmm. all right. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, do- it never changes. <laughs> it doesn't like, change. <laughs> and it's not right. You know, and I, I've tried to, to, to explain this to her in the past. And depending on, you know, what's happening in that moment, we're already arguing about something. She's not receptive to stuff I say about that kind of stuff. But, you know, in a situation like this where we're just talking, then maybe she, you know, she listens more or kind of understands what I'm saying. You know, I imagine for you, even at that time, it was a it was tough, too, because if you guys were, you know, you're figuring things out on this side, but then, you know, you still have the, the, Mm -hmm. the family dynamic situation going on. So I know you're probably like. I had a lot going I had a lot going on <laughs> and you are right because I had to deal with the emotions of how I was feeling dealing with her emotionally and then I'm like okay now I got to go over here and deal with that mm-hmm. so for me I was kind of like I was that is I think during that time is when I discovered um panic attacks because mm-hmm. I would be getting ready for work and I would start to freak out about certain things and I would call my one girlfriend and she was like you need to breathe through this because there was so much going on. I had all this emotion for her. And then I'm like, okay, well, I got to do this, you know, deal with him, do this divorce thing. And then, you know, eventually, you know, cause I was thinking so far down the road, mm-hmm. like, you know, what are people yeah. going to think? What are my boys going to think? And I'm mm-hmm. just like, and my thing is, like I said, I was always the one, you know, my parent, his parents were, you know, still married my parents were married for like 40 something years and you know here I'm married like almost 20 and I'm thinking now you about to break all that <laughs> yeah you're about to break all that and of yeah. course you know I had one relative that really was just that didn't handle that very well I mean things have kind of gotten better um but I think for her it was she felt like she needed to know be mm-hmm. in the know and I'm like well this is something new for me I will tell you when I get comfortable. So throughout everything, you know, I had to deal with the gossip and this and that. But when the, I guess when the dust settled, I told people that I wanted to tell. Yeah. You know, whatever you're hearing, that's fine. But when I tell you, you know, cause I, like I always say, I could deal with somebody who's um, like eight, nine months pregnant. If she doesn't tell me she's pregnant, I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. I'm not going to go to somebody else and say, well, no. If she wanted me to know she was pregnant, even though she clearly is. Even though that baby just popped out while I was talking to her. <laughs> right. 
Right. I and I, oh, did you see that? That fell on the floor. Did you see that? Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so, and I'm that way. If I don't tell you, then, but my thing is you can believe what you want to believe. And so you did know. you, did you, uh, as we say, like with young people in turn, like, like kids, when, when I ask, um, people like they're coming out stories and when they're younger, like 10, 11, were, did you come out or were you outed? I was outed because I had a best friend at the time who told everybody because mm. my ex-husband, um, and we have a great relationship, so everything is all good, but he worked, we work in the same field and in the same building. I'm just an agent. He's a supervisor and he supervises, you know, a group of probably like at the time, 10 people. So this friend of mine, who I consider my best friend at the time, when I eventually started to share with her and open up everything to and her, I told her that bitch was shady. Right. <laughs> and I opened, I laid out everything to her. She took it up, she took it upon herself to tell all those individuals. And I told her, I was like, he has to supervise these people because yeah. he's their boss. I said, you didn't take the time. Because if he has to do a meeting, he has to stand up in front of these people and do this meeting knowing that they know. His you business. Know, right. Because you think you just telling her business, but you telling his business too. Right. And you acting like you his friend or something that you just... Was she right. a mutual friend? Was she like a family? Was she both of your friends or was she your friend and then kind of be like... Yeah, we all, work, we all work together in the okay. same field. So she, I mean, we all knew each other, but she and I had gotten closer over the, you Got know, over, like over the years. Um, and then once I found out that, you know, she told all these people, I went to him and I said, FYI, just to let you know, she done told all these people. So we had, so, you know, we both had to deal with walking around the office because he and I were still close and still talking. And she's like, well, why are you always talking to him? I was like, First of all, you've had two failed marriages. And I said, he and I are friends and we're, pa we're parents. Yeah. Second of all, mind your damn business. Right. <laughs> right. So, right. Um, so I had to deal with that, you know, walking through the office yeah. with people knowing that, you know, but, um, but see, to so, me, I'm sorry to interject, but, and I told her this, I said, you know what, this is going to be, this is going to be a good weeding out process. You don't find out who your real yeah, friends are. Right. And I told her from Jump Street, that, that chick right there is shady as hell. Her and this other girl. And it turned out I was 100% right. And, um, and, the, and the people that, you know, you know like, like let's say you ranking your friends. She had this one up here, and this one here, and this one here. Well, guess what? Everything shifted, and you find out who your real friends mm -hmm. were. And so there's been a whole shift of dynamic of, uh, you know, who she knows she can trust and who love, actually loves her for real. And, right. And, um, and, you know, to a certain extent, she, you know, kind of outed herself just because um, I couldn't keep she my couldn't keep her smiles you know, to myself. Right. She would bring me around and, and be like, yeah, this is my friend. Oh, <laughs> man. You know, we went to college. That arm rub is a day giveaway. And right. so when I finally told those people that, you know what they said? We've been through that. We've been yeah. through that. <laughs> And, and but whenever, see, you, thing, whenever you talk about her, you just light up. Don't and skip. Hit. Don't skip the good part though, because as soon as she walked me out and walked me back to my car or whatever, I'm like, you know, so and so, no, right? Mm -hmm. well, see, no, I didn't tell her. I said you just did when you introduced me to her. If mm -hmm. she didn't know before that, and right. and you know, I would be talking to her on the phone while she's at work, and hear you know, like her friend and the next 
cubicle or whatever saying stuff and I'd be like shaking on the other end like shaking my head like this girl just don't know that all her friends know what's going on because she could not she have a friend meet us out somewhere we'd be out having a drink or something yeah my friend so-and-so is going to come and but she doesn't know about us yet and I'd be like okay and see I'm just I the people have told me in the past I should be an actor anyway but I'm just (laughs) real cool laid back you know just and she's the one yeah okay. <laughs> and I'll be like you know after it's all over you know she know right how would she know I didn't tell I'd be like never mind even when she finally broke back because I kept telling her you should tell your boys you should tell your boys you should tell your boys I just don't think they're ready I don't think that and I'd be like Chrisetta your sons are teenagers and they are not stupid right they know what's up I know mm, no they don't know Chrisetta they know and so after my divorce and it was almost a year I finally told them and my and my middle boy he was sitting in the back seat of the car yeah, it's about time <laughs> We already knew. I was like, really? He was like, yeah. I was like, well, why you all didn't say nothing? They was like, well, we were waiting for you. Yeah. And then my oldest was sitting in the front and he's like 6'4 and he had this big hand and he put it on my shoulder. He was like, mom, I hope you weren't nervous to tell us that. Because that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> and then we he's all like, that's fun. Right. That's fine. It's fine. Oh, fine. <laughs> and then we all laughed about it and moved right along. Yeah. Huh. And uh, Rebecca, you have kids too, right? Yeah. And yep. your kids were, how, how, how was the process of your kids? Um, well, with mine, it was because, again, she was always coming to my house because she was, you know, married. And so she would come to my house and, you know, we would be locked away in my bedroom. And um, and then I would, you know, she when she finally was ready to go home, I'd be sneaking her out, you know, okay, I'll see you later. Get to the front door and I watch her and make sure she got in the car safe to drive away and then I creep away. And I would be like, why do I feel like I'm a teenager sneaking home? <laughs> you know, trying to show house. Right, it's right. my damn house. <laughs> right. So finally, I just said, because it was just at that point, because my sons were adults and it was just my, my daughters living with me. So I had two boys and two girls. And I just sat my daughters down and um and I was like uh and what was funny was that my one of my daughters had already come out to me so she beat me to the punch mm. and so then I you know I told them I said you know Miss Cressetta comes over all the time and I just want you guys to, to know that she is my girlfriend and we're in a relationship and we're in love with each other and they were just like <laughs> <laughs> They were just so happy. It's <laughs> like, you know, so it was this that simple with them. And then I told my oldest son, who had is no longer with us, unfortunately, um, was uh autistic and um and I just didn't know how to explain it to him. Mm-hmm. So I hadn't gotten around to it yet. Um my other son, uh, who was in his 20, early 20s, but, um, you know, just regular guy, I told him, and he was just his like, response was funny. his response was hilarious, he was like, uh, wait a minute, so how you, um, <laughs> how you, wait, so you, how you go from liking men <laughs> to liking women, and I was like, well, 
Um, it's not something that that's on you. I said, you know, sexuality can be very fluid, especially in women and blah, 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 blah. And I said, you know, I was telling, um, uh, talking to my friend so-and-so, which is the mutual friend we keep talking about, yeah. who also had been married to a man mm-hmm. um, and had children and then like, you know, fine. Now with her, she always, always had been, she, yeah. Yeah, but she just went with the status quo. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Right. And, and later on in life, um, well, she's younger than both of us, right? By a year, two yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. But later on in life, she was just like, you know what, this is a bull. <laughs> and she <laughs> got divorced and she's right. with women. Right. And my son knows her also, but he had only knew her married to her husband. And so, and I forgot that he didn't know that. And so I was like, well, you know, uh, Miss So-and-so, she's the same way. She's she's uh, with women right. and she used to be married to me. He was like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, he, he tripped out. He right. tripped out. I said, oh, you didn't know that? <laughs> he was like, no. <laughs> right. He's like, y'all been lying to me. Right, right. Everybody's right. lying. Right. right. I'm, I'm sorry. I forgot the last time you saw her was at they house mowing the lawn right. and stuff. Right. Uh, but yeah, she's she's got a girlfriend and blah blah blah. So he was like, okay. He's like, I'm confused. But oh, you know, whatever. As long as you're happy, I don't care. Yeah. Which was you know, responsive of the rest of my children. Then mm-hmm. um, like I said, my oldest son passed away um in 2020 before i ever got a chance to figure out how to tell him mm-hmm. I'm sorry um, to that. yeah so that was it the kids were no problem no problem well no, nobody um, so really once everything was out on the table it was it was all they, good yep yeah um so you guys are are very uh you know bear and baby girl yeah um, <laughs> You guys are very, uh, you know, open and openly affectionate about your relationship. Uh, how did, was that a mutual decision to kind of share your journey on social media or how did that come about? It was because we, um, we wanted to do it because for us, you know, I had, you know, did a little reading and I have found that, you know, some women late in life, you know, they, they change and, we were those two and we wanted to share that you know and hopefully one day we like to we always talk about we like to do maybe do a book or a blog or just something because we just want to share you know share what we have and just share with the fact that um that this does have kind of like what you were saying about why you you know you do what you do right is that you know if we can help one person understand because when I because I started having these feelings earlier than she did. I say by when I hit 40 was when I first started having these feelings. And I literally, I thought I was going crazy. I thought there was something wrong with me. And, and, and that's why I didn't even act on them for so long because I literally, I was like, why the hell, why don't, don't nobody just turn gay. Like what the hell, (laughs) you know, like literally was messing with my mind and I thought I was going crazy. And then I still liked men too. So I was just like, you know, what the hell is going on? Am I going through menopause? Is it making my brain crazy? Is it hormone? What is right. it? And, and it wasn't until again, the same friend we keep talking about, I finally broke because I didn't tell nobody. I was just like, oh, everybody's going to think I'm weird. Everybody, gonna, people ain't going to want to be friends with me no more. But, 
and um and I finally broke even with this friend who was an out lesbian I, st- I it took me years to even be able to tell her and and I was like dude I just I gotta talk to you this is what's going on with me I don't know what the hell's wrong and she was the one that was just like you know say she's the one talk talk told me about the fluidity and all of that kind of stuff and I was like oh okay I thought I was losing it mm-hmm. and so then that conversation kind of helped me just accept what I was feeling and then um, at that point, again, I still didn't know what to do about it, but at least I didn't know, you know, long, no longer thought I was going crazy. Right. And, um, and so when we got, you know, got deep off into this relationship, we were like, you know, there's probably other people out there like us experiencing some of the same doubts and questions and, and, you know, thinking they're the only ones and all of this kind of stuff. So if we can do something to kind of help those people see you're not alone. Um, and then just because we have so much fun with each other, you know, some of this stuff, because she's always been real private. You know, if you look at her social media and go all the way back, 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 she didn't even post that much with her husband. And I told her, I said, well, I'm, you're going to be on display with me because everybody going to know who my boo thing is. I'm telling you right, right now. Right. Um, <laughs> and so it was, you know, it, it was it really something that I started because I would post this on my page and um, and I'd be like, you just got to deal with it. Because that's how it is, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, and over time, um, it got to where she was like, "Okay, well, shoot, I'm gonna start posting stuff too." And next thing right. you know, every time we go somewhere, <laughs> that's selfie. right. Selfie time. Yep. Yes, indeed. No, it's great. I think it's I think it's beautiful to show like you know just the showing like a fun, loving, happy, healthy relationship, and especially um, you know under the context of finding love later and that like it's still possible right because I mean even my mom mom is is, is uh, straight but you know she's her and my father are divorced and you know they've been married for 20 something years but even just that hope for I think both queer and straight people that like you can find love later in life and you can define that happiness for yourself so I think it's great and I'm you know personally thankful for you guys just you know sharing that with um with, with all of us so thank you for that um so we've reached the end um one thing I always ask I ask every guest you know first of all thank you guys for for coming on and thank you for sharing your story so openly um I think they're you know obviously as you guys see your I'm sure your your following grows every day there's a new person um and so I always ask you know what's one piece of advice you have for you know someone uh that may be experiencing the same things that you experienced well the the one of the things that got me through and I still hear her voice um, the mutual friend that we had that we were talking about, she always told me when I was going through the process to live in your truth. So if this is what you want, you do that because that's what's going to make you happy and you can't make anyone else happy. And um, what I have found is that, yes, I've lost some people, but I've also gained, I've also gained people. And those are the people that you need to, um, you know, it may hurt to lose the people that you love or the people that you care about, but there's another group of people who will take you and love you or stay with you and love you. And you just have to, I guess, not be afraid. Mm -hmm. Um, You just have to not be afraid to go ahead and take that um, leap. And then once you get, and once you get there and you start living that way, like I did, once I finally got there and started, I'm the happiest I have ever, ever been. And that has, um, um, and because of that, how I love people is di- is different because of what we 
what we have. Yeah, that's good. That's, that's, that's really important. That's really good. Yeah. And that, that stepping out, you know, it can be scary because you're afraid of losing people. But just like what I told her, those people you lose, if people are only with you and only love you under conditions, then you don't need them anyway. Because people's right. love and care for you should be unconditional, you know, outside of extremes. Um, right. But who you choose to love should not be a condition of whether or not somebody wants to be your friend or your your mommy. What it is, it is. We're in a time now where um, people are being more and more accepting of taking care of their own mental health. That's part of your mental health. If you, mm -hmm. if people are willing to hurt you because of who you love then you don't need those people around you and I don't care if it's your mother your father your sister your brother your your kid your mom whatever you don't need to be around people who are going to tear you down and make you feel bad about yourself right you owe it to yourself to choose happiness you just, you choose happiness yeah. over yep. anything else so yeah. yeah um, that is, that is, you know, what I would hope people would take away um, from this is that, you know, we, neither one of us knew what was going to happen when we came out and told people or whatever, but we were willing to take that chance. Um, me more so than, than her. She had to be kind of, you know, guided along. Right. But me, I'm like, you know what, I'm about to be 50. I, I really just, I mean, you can just really, really kiss my behind if you don't like something about me. Because I've, I've spent my whole, the first part of my life trying to make other people happy and do what other people want to do. And all it did was make my life more difficult. So now I'm going to do what makes me happy. I'm not going to hurt anybody in the process. Yep. Try not to, but I'm going to do what makes me happy. And this right. woman right here makes me happy ditto beautiful that's beautiful yeah. awesome well thank you so much rebecca and Cresetta, for coming on and sharing your story this is the queerly black show i'll catch y'all on the next one